There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. Total Wine and More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine and More has you covered at TotalWine.com. You're listening to Latinos Out Loud on Revolver Podcasts. All right, in honor of Mike running the New York City Marathon this weekend. Mike. Yeah, I want everyone here to tell me how long do you think Mike is going to last in the marathon? Oh. Okay, Frank, go. It depends if he covers his nipples or not. Mm. I say between four and a half uh, hours to four hours and 45 seconds. All 45 right. minutes. 45 seconds. When do, you think it, when do you think the nipples start getting bloody? By I would the- say like... Hour three. Hour three? Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Rachel? I think it's going to take about nine hours. Um, and I say that because I think he's going to need a few naps, given his age. Uh-huh. Oh. No, you got to be careful with that. Yeah. At his age. I think um, he's he's just never going never gonna to finish, but oh. because he's going to be networking with everyone in the oh. crowd. Oh, yes. Yeah. Hey, I'm Juan Bago. You know me. I'm Fernando, the party planner. Yeah, you want to work together? Sure. Yo. yo, yo, I have my other card in my in my regular pants, uh, not in my uh, my marathon shorts. Mike, all right, what, what are you, how do you think? I'm going to do it in four hours and 45 minutes. Damn. 445? 445. All right, let's see if it happens. The Latinos Out Loud Podcast. Yo, 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 What's up? What's going this on? is it. Hey. You know what this is? What ah. is this, Rachel? Oh, I'm going to tell you what it is, what Michael. Is it? This is the Mother Effin' Latinos Out Loud podcast. Yeah. This is season four, episode eight. Oh, wow. two time. Oh, two time award winning podcast. Wow. That's what we is. Wow. Wow. Say what? Wow. We won. Yes. We won. Can't believe we won. It. We won. We yes. won. Another award. Yo, the first one was in the fluke. We didn't pay for it. Yo, two times. Yo. Wow, yo, that's crazy. You believe this? I can't believe so it. So wait, what is what exactly was the award? And good for question. Good question. question. Yeah. Excellent question. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have it in my notes. Hold on. We won 
the Latin Podcast Award in the comedy category. Woo! Yes. And wow. I just have to say, yes. shout out to the person who we beat. Yes, I was about to say that. Go um, ahead. We beat Piolin. Oh, damn. Uh, legend. Yes. Legend. Oh, okay. Piolin, no offense. Holy Love your teeth. Um, <laughs> we, uh, I say that <laughs> with the kindest, um, you know, and gratitude. Um, we won a Latin podcast award. Congrats to the Latinos Out Loud podcast. God, damn, right. I yes. like that's like crying, yo. So, um, was this like telecast? Like, was it in a? <laughs> was it in some like arena or? or? Yes, but before we do, for Funny people who are, before we do that, let's introduce ourselves for the people who are listening to us because we right, are two-time right, right, two right. award-winning podcast. Uh, I would think two-time <laughs> award-winning doesn't have to introduce ourselves. That's true, um, yeah. I thought we were just You should assuming. know by now, right? We were just assuming that. but <laughs> right. if, if you don't know who we are, hi, I'm Rachel La Loca. What's up? I'm Juan Bagel ha- hyphenated uh, La Loca. No, stop. No, that's not going to work. <laughs> you can't. No. Hey, Jay bro. Ferns. La Loca. No, no, no. 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 Mr. Frank. Mr. Frank Nibs. Yeah, Frank, all right. We're waiting for it. <laughs> That's on. how you Frank do it. You loyal. both sides, he bro. Loyal. We're supposed to say La Loca in the end. No, oh, Frank. Hello. Da, da, da. You always got your back, girl. Thank oh, you, wow, Frank. Frank. You wow. and those sweaters. I'm it's supposed to this. be in threes. Comedy's in threes. Oh, man. Well, we needed one more. <laughs> to answer your question, it was actually done via a video okay. that was released and like promoted through the socials. And I believe it was taped in Alabama. Yes. Oh, oh interesting. Snap. So we could have went to Alabama to claim our trophy, but I mean, I wasn't gonna go to Alabama. I don't know. Alabama. About. There's Latinos That's, in Alabama. I, there, there is. Was, there's podcasts. One. There's podcasts in Alabama. You know? There's podcasts Jeez. in Alabama. Yo. <laughs> they get. They get reception in the trailer park? I mean, uh, I, that's not nice. What? Not nice. Relax. What? That's, there's a lot of trailer parks in Alabama. That's not a bad thing. There's no. some luxury trailer parks too, right? Yes. I'm assuming. Duplex? <laughs> Yo, my condo slash trailer is well, uh, over here. As a doorman for the trailer. Oh, my God. Yo, any packages? Uh, you just uh, let us know. Ring our bell, all right? Instead of like a piano in the lobby, it's a guy on a ukulele, you know? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> in, 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 in overalls. <laughs> you have a package, leave it right there. Well, the reason why we win these awards, well, number one is we're very hardworking, mm, right? We that are. goes without saying. We have but an amazing team as well. We do, we do. We have a Facts. stellar team. We do. On the mic, off the mic, behind the scenes. We have to thank the Revolver Network. Mm. Yes, thank right? you. Yes. Thank you, Revolver. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Or Revolver, Revolver, if you're violent. Either if way. you're in Alabama. Yeah. Because <laughs> they, they own a lot of revolvers <laughs> around there. So. Yeah. Um, but you guys, we also have to thank the fans. You know? Mm. Because yes. if we didn't have any listeners, we wouldn't be where we are today. This is where your voice is supposed to crack. This yeah. is an emotional. Oh, this is your crying moment. Did I say I was going to cry now? Listen, I have a stats. Every time you cry, yo, our audience triples. So yeah. let it out Just right now. Yeah. Go through the roof. Yeah. It's an emotional moment. Get in, that, get in that space and start crying when you read this out. All right. All right, you guys. Um, <laughs> so I, what I'd like to do is read a review every week. Okay. Just because the reviews that we get from you guys are very endearing. They motivate us. They make me cry. So I'm going to read one that we got. It's a little lengthy, so bear with me, okay? This is from Punky underscore underscore. I see you. 
Hi, everyone at We Are Latinos Out Loud. I am so happy I found your podcast just a couple of months ago. After listening to my first episode with your guest, X Mayo, I fell in love with you all. I totally binge listened to all the episodes like in less than a week and was kind of sad when you all went on vacation. So don't do that again, okay? All right, look, I'm a California girl, Mexicana, 100%, and I thought I talked fast, but goddamn, y'all talk faster than me, LOL. <laughs> I love your New York accent. I love listening to your New York stories. I love listening about your love for La República Dominicana. It makes me want to visit one day and taste the food you guys are always talking about, like mango, and meet the beautiful people of the Dominican Republic. And yes, we are beautiful. Um <laughs> Not only are you funny as hell, but I love learning about New York Latino culture through all of you and not some crappy show on TV with fake actors. Ooh, it opened uh, my eyes and heart to something I didn't know I was missing out on. I love how you have Latinx from so many different countries, genders, economic backgrounds, and that have different jobs that many of our own people aren't aware of and that are being held by all those guests you've had that look and sound just like us. Representation is important. Applause, applause, applause emoji. I fucking love your chemistry, and every time I listen to you, it's like being with my friends. This is my favorite part. Mm. I cannot get enough of Rachel La Loca. Yo, 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 Laughing hard emoji. Bochiche bites, que lo que, Franspiracy News. Is that all correct? Anyways, keep up the amazing work you are doing from a Los Angeles fan. Love, Alma. Wow. Pretty dope, right? Isn't that pretty dope? Dear Diary. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, um, 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 I just, I just want to say that um, doing this feels so good, and you are just reinforcing that all this hard work is <laughs> worth it. And um, real sniff, tears, real tears right now. Uh, I don't want to break the equipment, so I'm gonna hold my tears back a bit and my snot. But um, thank you for listening. And to everyone else out there who feels the same way Alma does, feel free to send us reviews like this and definitely shout me out in them. Um, wow. wow. I love... Really no, I'm just kidding. You're really tearing. Uh, Rachel's no, not, wow. only, not only getting emotional, but you can't see this. This is the day we're taping this the night before Halloween. And she is... Um, she actually has cat ears right now. I do. And she was a the only one that came. Wig. She was the only one that came in costume yeah. in the studio <laughs> today. Honestly, like... <laughs> Fucking mash. Got A room full of freaking comedians. Got I thought I would have the wackest costume on. I have the only costume I on. Try, I went to party. Mr. Rogers. I went to Party City today. <laughs> Oh, shit. I went to Party City just came out. Um, and all they have is the la- the only costumes they had today in Party City was just like... Oh, it's the backwash. Yeah, it yes. was like pirate, but oh it like God, yes. the hook was all like slanted. No. He's bent no. up. They like a-, a doctor. The doctor one was creepy. No. Like I would have just yeah. been here in, in like scrubs. So Rachel, what's the... Uh, how do you brand uh, your costume? What's the name of your costume? Well, I'm wearing cat ears, and I have this uh, long wig on, and I still have all of my postpartum weight on me. Mm. So basically, I'm a fat pussy. Wow. Oh. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I see it. Cat. Sort of. <laughs> okay. Um, Excellent with the delay there. I thought last week's fingering story was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> we beat it, guys. Send your letters to... Rachel La Loca says whatever she wants at gmail.com. P.O. Box Socket. Um, New York, New York. Sorry, Mom. Wait, no, my mom doesn't listen to the podcast anymore because of that fingering thing you were talking about. Honestly, I just, 
I didn't think it was so bad. And you guys, whatever. Wow. No, okay. Like, like, like nobody's been fingered in this room before. I know. Right? So well, what? I, I got mean, fingered in a DJ booth. <laughs> 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 I married the man who did it. So it has a happy Great skills. Happy ending. No, I yeah. wish I came. I came dressed as like a finger. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, remember? <laughs> DJ right. Booth, hello. Right. Anyway, so uh, before this runs along anymore, uh, speaking of running, yes, Mike, you're running this Sunday. How do you feel? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna be honest. Like I feel like since we, you know we do this podcast and people want honesty, I am terrified. I am really mm. nervous. You wow. know, I don't think I have the right amount of time of training so this week is sort of me eating as healthy as possible uh meditating um and just resting because it's it's gonna be a challenge you're okay. gonna be great you'll be all right i'm gonna be all right i'm just nervous about the adrenaline Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> is that what they do at the beginning of the marathon no there's a gunshot and then you start but i start at 11 in the morning i will actually rachel if you don't mind you could put um my what is it called the bin uh, your the, bib number the bib number and you could track me. And so that's a uh, great idea. And so we're actually doing a contest since we have A.R. Garcia from Woo-hoo. She Hates Coffee, the play. Woo-hoo. We're going and to. And the lead actors in the building. And the lead actor, Aye. Kelvin Gruyong. Kelvin Gruyong. Uh, our listeners can uh, play for two tickets, and whoever gets the closest time uh, when I finish will win two tickets to the play. Nice. Awesome. Right. So, so they yeah. have to say the time that you're going to finish or yeah. your elapsed time? What like, do you mean by elapsed Meaning, like, time? do you want people to say <laughs> 2.53, or do you want people to say two took, hours, nine minutes, yeah, exactly. 35 seconds? Okay, four hours and whatever. Okay. I'm trying to beat Diddy's time. Diddy did it in four hours and 39 minutes. Mm. Oh, you got to beat, beat Diddy. That, you got to beat that dude, man. Okay. Do you have beef with him or something? Was he in your Uber last week? <laughs> no, what no, is I'm it? just saying. You got to beat him, man. You gotta beat I him. am. I'm going to beat him. Um, I'm not nervous, but... Your power walk like I did in the video. You'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, my hips don't work like that, bro. I don't know how I'm going to be able to run it as fast as you can. shorter than you, too. His hips do yeah. not. His, uh, what is your diet? Because we hung out on Saturday, and we, you were eating fries. Oh! You were eating melted cheese fries no. and, and, wow. na- and nachos. Yo. And nachos. We, we, you know, we shared it, but I'm not running a marathon. I didn't think we were going to talk about this. <laughs> Mike, tell us your pre-marathon yeah. secret. No. Well, that was last week. Was that it last was, week? It was this week. I mean, that was like three weeks ago. It was no? like three days ago. <laughs> Wait, no. Three days ago? Time flies. Very fearful. No, I'm having oatmeal. Shout out Try and Bar. Shout out Try and Bar and Grill <laughs> for giving us extra fries. Wow. I, I, I expect this from Rachel. For you to blow up my spot. Dude. And we didn't even talk about it in the green room. I just don't think wow. that's, that's, you well, know. This is going to get edited out. So I ate... Uh, I, uh, I've been having oatmeal, salad, and just a lot of water. Like I, I was telling Rachel prior, um, I might have to do a pee-pee break because I'm drinking like three and a half liters of water every day. That's Holy it. Everyone's man. telling me that. Just be hydrated. Um, stretch a lot. You know, running. So I'm going to be running. And Actually, that's it. I mean, it is I, what it is. I read an article, and there's a couple tips that I got. The okay, guy, The guy share. who coaches um, Carly Kloss. She's a Victoria's Secret model. Fellas, you know what's up. Oh. Um, <laughs> the ones who subscribe to the magazine. Um, she's she's running the marathon this year. He's coaching her. Couple quick tips that he says. First of all, layer up because before the race it gets cold when you're waiting mm. for the race to start. So bring like old some old like jackets or stuff because you're gonna have to like rip it off and throw probably it. throw it in the street and just donate it or give it to you're in Staten Island at that point, right? So give it to a homeless person or something like that. Um, what do you do about Staten Island? Dude? Well, no, I mean I I used to date somebody. I lived there. It's, 
it's just a lot of anyway <laughs> moving on um <laughs> second tip start slowly all right you're gonna wanna you're gonna hear they see the crowd and you're gonna wanna go yeah. fast right away do the opposite you start slow and then you speed up as you keep going mm, that's excellent yeah don't don't get it you know I know Bago sees like the bright lights, right, right, the right. crowds cheering him on, yeah, and he's yeah, like, "All right, yeah, I got this. Yeah, let's go." Yeah. Last tip: don't experiment. All right. <laughs> <laughs> don't experiment. That's the last tip. Do everything that you normally do. All right. What do you eat mean? Like drugs? Eat with you. During the marathon. No, no, except that. Except that. Ah, I'm ready for tomorrow. Now, if you have a routine, you know, stick with the shoes that you've been running. Yeah, I'm actually been wearing them. This week, to take your normal morning shit like normal. You know what I'm saying? Because that's cool. the thing. I, if you have to go to the bathroom during yeah, that marathon, happens? what do you do? Do you? Just, I don't know. Can you go in a bush somewhere, like for a second, <laughs> and then just go like go back to normal? Someone, like, la, 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 la. There's someone with a tray with a toilet paper right there. Just that you just take it and you run in. The well, bush. you're gonna run right by my apartment. You could use my downstairs bathroom. Dang. I just want to clarify, not the upstairs. You could use the downstairs one if you need. He just to. has like toilet paper that like I stuck to his his, his shoe. <laughs> Mike, um, forget it. Let's let him run like that. You've been around when Mike hits the bathroom, so... That's why I said the downstairs bathroom, because that should be like... Is there any... What's going on, guys? You wanna? Is there anything else you want to get off your chest? Real quick, on the yeah. ma- after you know we end about... Stinks. After we end about the marathon... We're going to end the marathon. You know that my shit stinks. It's bad. We're going to end the marathon talk, but like, what have you learned about yourself like training for this marathon thing? Yeah, I want to know this. Oh, yeah, my friend. Great question. It's, it's mental. You know, there have been times when I've trained Ooh. that I want to give up. And then I just, you know, all the people that have donated and all the people that I visualize is going to be in the finish line. Oh, second question. If I donated and you don't finish, can I get my money back? (laughs) (laughs) I have to read the fine print. Um, I'll let you know. Uh, So, yeah. That's it. It's it's a, it's a lot. Everybody that I know is running the marathon. It's all about mental this whole week. Mm. Just meditating. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, you're going to go through pain. And it's 26 miles. Damn. Yeah. So, point two. Uh, but, yeah. So, I'm uh, I'm nervous. Good luck, I ain't going to lie. I wish you well. Yeah. So, like, one more time. If you want to win a pair of tickets, try to guess the, the best time. So you'll see more of that on our Instagram page. Just yeah. go to We Are Latinos Out Loud on Instagram. And you can be the winner of two tickets to see She Hates Coffee. Dope. Uh, and um, I think we should continue the learning. Yes. So I think it's time for um, uh, learning from the intern. new segment. Uh. Let's learn from, from the, the intern. intern. So the word for learn from the intern is snatched. The definition of snatched is used to take the place of on fleek, perfect, on point, on point, or fashionable. Like, for example, girl, your outfit is snatched. Your makeup is snatched. snatched. Your look is snatched. snatched. And Rachel's costume is snatched. Ah. Oh, thank you, girls. That makes me feel so good. I still don't know what it means, but snatched. it sounds great. Snatched. Thanks. Snatched. Wow. I I'm never, I never. Liam Neeson's daughter has been snatched, right? <laughs> it, so, it sounds like another word for taken. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's time now for the Bochinche Bites. Yay. I've been waiting all day. Aye. I've been waiting all night. I've been waiting all day. Bochinche Bites. I've been waiting all day. I've been waiting all night. Bochinche Bites. What up, what up, what up? Yo, 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 yo. Hey. Um, guys. Yes? 
We got another Cardi B story to start it off. Oh, yeah. oh my God, I was it's all on. over Get the Vaseline. Get the Vaseline yeah. and the Gillette. Let's go. Cardi Bites. You gotta call it Cardi Bites because there's always, a, I feel like there's every other week there's a story. Again about and again and again. Uh, it's like a WWF. Oh, I love her. Not even, gonna, not even gonna harp too much on this story, but the beef between her and Nicki Minaj continues mm. and it recently um, spilled out into Instagram. Oh, yeah. Um, Cardi B had a, a really long diatribe on the, her Instagram <laughs> stories. Diatribe? Diatribe? Uh, yeah, I'm using dictionary words. But, you know, speaking of dictionary, dot com, you, well, I'm fast forwarding. Anyway, let's, let's go to the story. <laughs> Cardi B, so in her Instagram story, she went off, right? And um, a specific fra- uh, a specific uh, thing that she said has been, like, got caught on on the, on the interwebs. She was like, so why would I be here sitting and lying? Like, oh, yeah, I did this, I did that, knowing there's going to be so much footages of that same night. Footages. <laughs> so she says the word footages, right? So yes. Over and over again. Over and over again. She said it like 10 more times. Um, and people were clowning her online. They were like, yo, footages, that shit ain't a real word. Mm-hmm. Yo, she be, yo, she ain't good with grammars and whatnots. So <laughs> in, the, in, the bron- <laughs> in the Bronx said that? In the Bronx. She be exists. real bad with her grammars. <laughs> Um, so people get rid of, but then, so dictionary.com actually tweeted and they said that, yes, footages is a real word wow. in the dictionary. Wow. So the word is a real word. Um, she just used it wrong. It was definitely used in the wrong context. It was context. used in the wrong context. But you know, when you're that passionate mm-hmm. and you have so much hate towards somebody, <laughs> like she had toward Nicki Minaj at that moment, you're going to misspell. Mm. You're going to mispronounce words, you know? Of course. That's true. Like footages, Passion. passions. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about this feud? I, I think they mm. squashed it. I think it ended with like, yo, let's just like, let's be peaceful for a second or whatever. But do you think it's going to escalate, continue? Yeah. Should they just like duke it out? They should duke it out like in the projects. That's what she I think. said in her video. She like said... in the projects with like beer bottles, with 40s and blunts and Newports and she they said... just throw down. <laughs> what is this? This is Juice 2.0 no, here? No, no. Ghetto bro? style. They should really... She said to Nikki, we could hash it out over words or we could fight it out. Uh, whatever that's, you that's, want. That's, yeah, that's, that's... Bitch, I'll hit you with a dictionary, all right? <laughs> yeah. I, let me, That's a good weapon. A dictionary would be a good weapon, though. It's a very thick book. I am definitely Team Barty Gang. Oh, word. Okay. Um, this is my Cardi B wig. Yeah. Actually, oh, okay. That I often wear at home and I sing into the mirror with. So in a, in a fight, you got Cardi? No, I just I don't think she should have taken it to Instagram the way she did. You are now an icon, and little girls look up to you. Wow. And I just feel like there could have been maybe a bit of a classier way to do it. But everybody got records to sell. And Instagram likes to look for, mm-hmm. so I get it. But I don't know if that was the right method. That's mm. all I'm saying. I think you mean methods, right? <laughs> methods. That wasn't the look, right methods. Look, I, I, I was guilty. I um, tweeted something at um, Nicki Minaj. I got a little upset because I feel that Nicki was very strategic. She started talking crap, and oh, by the way, her video came out last night yeah. right? exactly. while she did it. Exactly. And all that Cardi did was show receipts. She was like, yo, she was like, yo, how come every time you got beef with someone in my camp, number gets leaked out? How come you Ooh. talking all this crap about how I'm blocking your back, but yeah, I have receipts. So she, all she was doing is showing receipts. But can I say something about that? First of all, she said the word receipts, and people were getting on for that, too. Like, mm-hmm. what you show on your cell phone is not a receipt. It's not mean. a store purchase. <laughs> but hold on. She also showed Nicki Minaj's number while she was showing yeah. the quote-unquote oh, receipt. Yeah. She did. She did. I texted so, her. you're very smart. <laughs> wow. The number was out there, so if you pause the story, you get Nicki Minaj's number. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Wow. That was very... A real number? Not a 555 number? Looks like a real number. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I wrote it down. You wrote it down? (laughs) (laughs) You're going to try to book it for the guest? I'm sure that's going to continue, though, and... uh, yeah, next People week you'll keep talking about it. Yeah, it'll just yeah. be a you'll more. Can we next please? Because I do love it. Every week, yeah. Uh, okay, they're fun. They're fun. Uh, next story: Titanic two, the movie. Yeah. No, no, no. A real, the re- a real ship. No. Called Titanic two is to s- set to sail in yeah. 2022. Get out of here. Um, wow. Like I already don't see that movie like enough three times a week on fucking TNT. <laughs> Every time it's on, my girl's oh my like, God. "Yo, Titanic, leave it there. I love this part." You watch it with commercials on TNT. It must be fucking five hours long. Brave. Yeah. Brave. <laughs> on TNT, yeah. It's like Jesus I feel like Christ. I feel like I just listened to the whole story with the old woman like live. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but not only is it setting sail, it's it's gonna follow the original route. The original nice. route. I'm with it. Let's do it. Let's do a live podcast from it. The original route. So what do wow. you, I mean. So it's supposed to hit the, like, the iceberg and everything? Yo, below? it's global warming. This, that iceberg don't exist no oh, more, yeah. bro. Yeah, it's going to be like it a hurricane. Melted, man. It's going to be like a hurricane or some shit. <laughs> Instead, they're going to be like, uh, we've reached a point where the water is only two feet high. We're going to have to reroute. Uh, you guys can walk off the boat. Uh, it's only two feet of water. Thank you, global warming. I don't know. I mean, like, after seeing the movie, like, I know, of course, women and children first, but men got played in that shit. <laughs> like, it's like basically like, all right, yo, men, na, 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 na. Yeah, you, 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 na, 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 na. Billy Zane was like, yo, who do I got to pay to get out of this fucking ship? Yeah. Um, but now at least you have, like, you could text somebody, look, bring more boats. <laughs> Hello. Tell somebody to bring more boats. Call, like, uh, the National Guard. I don't know. I don't know the number. Just call. SOS, motherfucker. Okay? Yes, I'm texting you. get drones, you. too. How long it's going to take you? Oh, wait, let me map it. All right. They'll be here in, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> They'll be, like, Uber boats. So yeah. you can bring them in. Frank will be uh, driving it by the <laughs> Uber 2022, boats. yeah. Well, yo, yo, no yeah. doubt. Get in, get in. <laughs> I got you guys. Oh, yeah. Man. Uber you boats. Got any um, more uh, Bochincha bites for us? Um, Pharrell. Ooh. Pharrell's in the news. The president, well, Pharrell is uh, threatening to sue uh, President Trump. Yeah. Oh, because uh, Trump used his song Happy, um, one of his, uh, you know, one of his Trump and Happy don't kind of. Go together right now. Yeah, he did. Uh, he had one of his fundraisers or something like that, and he used the word, the song "Happy." Pharrell wasn't having it. Not a Trump fan. So now he's gonna try to sue him and stuff like that. Mm. I mean, I, I, "Happy's" a not a song that I would think Trump would pick. Right. Uh, even 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 in like <laughs> Pharrell's library, there's other songs I think match Trump better. Like maybe like "Get Lucky." That's how Ooh. he went. You know? The way he won the election. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, or, he is into having minions. Mm, so maybe that's why, you know, there's ooh. a connection Also, there. Blurred Lines, he's very, you don't know what his... That's perfect for him. Um, super thug. That's what he calls everyone who's diverse. <laughs> People of diversity, he thinks they're all super thugs. Right. Uh, Get any more of <laughs> What happened to that boy? I don't <laughs> or maybe uh, Pink Floyd, The Wall. This... <laughs> This all depends. Like, oh, yeah, wow, that was good. He's going to have to drop it like it's hot basically because <laughs> this whole thing this whole this whole part of Bill Ginger Bites only works if you really well versed in Pharrell's song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll put links out there. In his discography, um one last Bochincha bite. Uh, there was, uh, you know, they have the Forbes comes out with their richest celebrities list. Yes, of yes. course. Yes. Well, they just came out with their richest pets. How's that work? There's there's animals out there. Really? There's animals out there that um, they got money. They got money. <laughs> the number one, look, the richest pet in the world is called Gunther the Fourth, and it's a German Shepherd born into royalty 
as the last heir to German countess and multimillionaire wow. Carlotta Liebenstein. Whatever, wow. whatever. What? E- either way, she left this dog a lot of money. And this dude takes this dude. This dog takes limos. Dishes, you know, he eats Come steak, on. caviar. Yeah. Illuminati dog. He owns villas. He owns villas in Italy. Come on. How? He even bought um, Madonna's old Miami Beach mansion. Yeah, right. <laughs> so now there's two experts in doggy style that live there. Oh, uh, oh my God. Wow. Jamie. Warn us. We'll cut please. that out. We'll cut that out. We'll cut that out. Um, for Madonna fans out there. Um, <laughs> hey, she had a book called Sex. Hello. You know? Anyways, uh, runner-ups, Grumpy Cat. Of oh, yes, course. Of course. Okay. Grumpy of course. Cat. How much? 99.5 million. No. No. Yeah. Rachel, Shut up. Yo, Grumpy Rachel. Cat has a film and merchandise empire. Rachel, it's not too late for Apollo. <laughs> My dog? Hyper dog? <laughs> My dog. Horny yeah. dog. Horny dog. Horny dog. <laughs> my leg, my leg can I attest was to that. Of star- I'm thinking of yeah, starting porn. a collection for him. He really needs anxiety medication. He does, and I'm not going to pay for it. So I'm going to start a GoFundMe. I had a depressed cat, but that didn't make any money. There's no money in that. It just slept all the time. I'm like, where the fuck are you? Hello? We have guests. And third was Taylor Swift's cat, um, Olivia Benson, who she named after the character. Um, un- on Law and, Law and Order. Law and Order? Wow, yeah. That's crazy. What a fucking weirdo. So that's a little spec. <laughs> that's a little special victim. Uh, but you know Taylor Swift. Any pet that Taylor Swift has is gonna. Is gonna of course, I mean, it's a lot. I'd be depressed be if I were Taylor Swift's pet. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> How many men you gonna bring here, Taylor? Wow. How many men you want me to call daddy? Exactly. So wow. we've alienated Madonna and Taylor Swift fans. Wow. Yeah. We're gonna have a lot of uh, fan <laughs> I don't really Worst think that's Frank. our clientele. <laughs> I, I don't think our audience are Taylor Swift yeah. fans. Madonna, I wouldn't have touched, but that's you. Uh, that's it for the bites, though. All right. Thanks Thank for listening, so everybody. Thanks, Jamie. Now it's time for the fake news. Yay. The views, opinions, and insinuations made by Frank Nibs do not necessarily reflect or represent those held by the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Live from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spiracy News with Frank Nibs. Hello, folks. Hey, Hi, Frank. Frank. Hi. How are we doing? Good, we're good Frank. Frank. Excellent. Thanks. Well, today we're going to be speaking about something that Jerry El Modifoca spoke about one Excuse time I was me, gone. What's your language? Shout out to Jerry. Shout out to Jerry, room 28. He spoke about clone celebs. Mm. And at the end of this, I'm going to touch on why I touched on it and why I'm speaking about it because I always see this as news, but I always say, nah. And, you know, Jerry spoke about it. But anyway, I want to talk about certain celebs. There's there's rumors like Britney Spears has been cloned, mm. Eminem has been cloned, mm. James Franco has been cloned, mm. Steve Harvey we and Dr. Raz. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Oh wow. These too are like celebs. Too I mean, bad his suits weren't cloned. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> nobody. No, nope, that was a cricket. Survey says now <laughs> we needed some crickets there, but there yeah. they are. I'm gonna give them. you another one. They say that's it's been a visual joke, and this and this one kind of when you look at his 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 history in the last like two three years, it's kind of it, it seems kind of real with Kanye. Okay, right? Remember the meltdown that Kanye had on the stage, right? About a year ago, and after that, they canceled all his shows until he came out, and he came out with blonde hair. And he came out with Trump, remember? Mm. Yes. Right? That was so weird. A lot of people were like, yo, that's that's not Kanye. That's that's not him, right? And we heard all the comments <laughs> that, you know, he made about loving Donald Trump and slavery was a choice. That's not Kanye. Mm. That's I mean, we all know that. That's like not him. And then recently, Nick Cannon 
came out saying something about Kanye. What he he said, said he tweeted, he's convinced that Kanye West is a clone. He said they're messing with my brother. MK Ultra is real. Remember, I spoke about that. Is that a beer? That sounds like a beer. No, let me get two MK Ultras over here. Right. And and then recently, don't taste that good. And then recently, guys, Will I Am from the group The Black Eyed Peas recently was asked if he knew. You know, he said they they asked him if he knew Kanye. He said he said he knew him for a long time, but he said, "quote unquote, that's not him to me. That's a different person." Mm. So. It's really interesting what's going on. And then recently, another celeb, Gucci Mane. Mm, yes. Gucci Mane did about, I think about a year and change in jail, about a, two years ago. And he came out and fans, his fans say his tattoos didn't match up when, when he went in. So they're all off. And he lost oh, about 75 pounds. His facial structure is totally different. His dental structure is totally different. All right? He came out way more politer, came out talking totally different. And hear this. He got married to his longtime girlfriend of over 20 years, and he didn't invite his mother or his brother. His brother was on TMZ, and he said, guys, I don't know why he didn't invite me. Mm. So, and my last celeb, and this is the weirdest one, there's a guy by the name of Kid Boo. Do you know who he is, Mike? Kid who? Kid Boo. No, not Kid like, Boo. Like, Kid like, Boo. That's Kid my Boo. Like my Boo, yeah. Like Boo. He's like one of these, you know, new rappers with the tattoo on the face or what have you. Yeah. Oh, he's that new ghost rapper, right? Kid Boo? <laughs> Kid oh, Boo. Oh, What is that? Halloween tomorrow. Oh, God. He says he's a second generation clone, <laughs> all right? Wait, there's a first generation? Yes, there's a first ge- I mean, you have generations. And he says he's a second. I mean, this, this is all on YouTube on, and on everywhere. Like, you can see so this. It's true. You can see this. Uh, this interview, right? And he said he came from a, from a place called Clone Aid. All right? That's where he was made. All right? And the weird thing about Kid Boo is that he did an Instagram Live with his first generation clone next to him. You can't fake that. It's an Instagram Live. And the guy was like, his, his clone was moving right next to him. And people were like writing all these messages. They couldn't believe it. What if it's just his twin? Or a hologram? Yo, Mike. Hey. <laughs> You're making me think now. <laughs> so wait, all these celebrities have secret twins? Well, a lot of them do. Because, I mean, like, let's say Britney Spears. You could keep her around forever. You know how much money you can generate from her? But why would we want to do that? Like, yeah, no. She's hey. not somebody I'd clone. It's like keeping wow. Elvis add, around add forever. Britney Spears to the list of who we've insulted. Why am I alienating way too many pop I would pop clone Beyonce. That's who I would clone first. You would clone Beyonce? What? Yeah. She's the best everything. An army of Beyonce. Like everything. Yeah. Hmm. That's awesome. That would be awesome. Actually, no, I would clone myself first. And then I would clone Beyonce. <laughs> wow. Can you imagine another Boca? Wow. Uh, yeah, so. That'd be Just interesting. <laughs> so, yeah, guys, that's my, uh, so my many, news. Uh, so many footages of, uh, of these celebrities. I can't. Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, the Clone Thanks, Wars. Frank. This is scary. You're so, you're so very welcome. Well, before, I want to give a shout out. Oh, shout out. Um, I was recently invited to a uh, to a live taping of a show called Take on America. It was oh, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, um I want to give a shout out to the Valence agency that invited me. Lily Love invited me. Uh, Melissa Sweets that was here last week also spoke on it. Yes. Um Led Black also spoke on it All and right. Natalia Saavedra also All spoke. Right. It's going to come on uh YouTube November 1st. You could check out Ozzy Media. It's called Take on America. Uh, the uh, the mayor from Puerto Rico was there. Carmen Cruz, uh, who Rosie else? Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez was there. 
And it was uh, very interesting. They spoke about Latin, uh, Latinx issues, Latino issues. Nice. And it was very interesting. Awesome, Frank. Well, thank you, yeah. Frank. You guys are welcome. Thank you very much. All right, you guys. This is the part of the show where we interview an amazing guest. <laughs> amazing. Okay, I had the pleasure of meeting her before anybody else here in this room, I think, although she's a very well-known actress, so you might have very well met her. But um, she is here, ladies and gentlemen. She is an actress and producer. Okay? Female. Please put your hands together for Catherine Castro. Hola. The beautiful, gorgeous, brilliant. Shall I stop? Continue. A couple more, Rachel. A couple more. Yeah, a couple more in you, Rachel. I've got so many more adjectives for you. Go ahead, Rachel. We we want to talk. Welcome to the Latinos Allow podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I've been having so much fun listening to you guys. Like I I was tearing, laughing. You know. Real tears, not the fake yeah, tears that Rachel, Rachel, tears. Rachel had before. Not the alligator ones that Rachel I know, had. Yeah, Manipulating all, all, our audience. Yeah. Well, it's all the footages and stuff. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> Don't be mad that I could cry on demand, okay? I could COD all day. Hey, you get that in casting calls all the time. You have to be able to, which is ridiculous, like which cry on cue. Are, but you, are you good at that? If they said cry on cue, are you kidding? I am, but that's not like something crying. Not everyone reacts the same way mm. that not everyone has that emotional reaction of crying sometimes yeah. you can it's more powerful if you hold on to the tears and don't cry and don't break mm. so just because they're crying doesn't mean it's going to move the audience i don't know that's just me. getting acting tips right now that's a fantastic tip. i feel like wow. adding mucus really adds to the crying <laughs> 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 i've gotten many mucus rolls <laughs> Mucus. Mucus. Good right. tips, both of you. Great. Catherine, you are here in New York for a short amount of time. Yes. Thank you so much for squeezing us into your schedule. Oh, are you kidding me? I would, if I'd live in New York, I would come here like every week. Oh, wow. Just to be an audience, oh, live audience. Aww. So it's, thank you for having me. It's so nice to have you. You are a Dominican on the West Coast doing yeah. her thing. <laughs> Like, what are you doing out there? Let everybody know. Like, I said you're uh, you're a filmmaker, you're a producer, mm-hmm. you're an actress, but tell us, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Well, right now, um, I'm here in New York because my film Someday is screening at the NYC and Fest Festival tomorrow. Hello! Mm-hmm. Congrats. Thank you. At the Producers Club Theater. Um, when we met... It was at the Dominican Film Festival in New York where we won Best Short. Hello. Thank you. Could you, like, stop winning for a second? (laughs) Um, All you do is win, win, win. Yeah, that's right. DJ Khaled. Okay. (laughs) Um, You know, someday it's, it's a beautiful story. It's a story about... Two strangers that meet on a 14-hour nonstop flight from Sydney to Los Angeles, Adam and Melody. Adam is a world-renowned composer. He's a celebrity. And Melody has no clue who he is. Along the way, you know, they they have this beautiful connection. They flirt. They pour their their hearts out. And the reason is such a beautiful connection is because they know it's it's very fleeting. It might end um, once a flight lands in LA or it might not who knows because that is a very likely story like uh, not that you people are falling in love on planes but like <laughs> don't you always talk to people next to you like yeah give me your card we should be in touch and it's like fuck out of here I'm never talking to you again dude well in my case uh, this is based on a true story but Ooh, it's, it's, it's something that happened to me 
in my case, I never ever talk with people on planes. It's kind of like my moment for myself and I, my own little bubble. But this time around, there was someone sitting next to me that kept looking at me, and I kind of felt weird because I was like, okay, wait a minute, do I know this guy? And I'm Am I being rude? I haven't because I'm always like in my own little world. Mm-hmm. And he starts talking to me, and people are asking for autographs. Like, okay, well, whatever. I don't know who he is until he gives me, you know, say who he is, says who he is, because he starts talking to me, and he's like, I know you. I'm like, mm, no, I don't think I know you. No, no, no. I I'm good with faces. <laughs> I'm, dude, no, I don't know you. And so we introduce each other. I said, well, you know. Ahora, para decir que we really know each other. I'm Catherine. Nice to meet you. What's your name? And he's like, stunned. So when he gives me his name, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. Dude, no, we've never met. Wow. <laughs> we've never met. But that that moment broke the ice. And he was able to, you know, just open up. And I opened up because I really didn't care. And um, it was it was really nice. You, you know, we connected. We talked about everything, no filters whatsoever. And I think this is something, it's a universal story. Anyone can relate to it. You can meet with someone, you know, have this amazing connection. It doesn't necessarily have to be sexual. It could be, you know, a best friend. You can have this connection with even a brother. And it could happen anywhere. In yeah. this case, it was a plane. I could think you're you- onto something. Maybe Match.com and American Airlines join forces <laughs> and seat people together that are single and want to get to know each other for long flights. That's great. And they might. It's like the up. opposite of speed dating. Yeah. <laughs> it's like slow dating. Call it. You call it well, take off. I think you call it takeoff. Well, it's like ooh, yeah, I like that. Yes. Take off. Take right? off. But that's the problem, though, because then if you're stuck there next they to each other. Switch them. Wait, did, was your flight that long? Like in the like the movie? Because I'm like a twelve hour flight. I'm like I lose conversation. No, my, like the, like an hour. I'm like yo, I, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know what else to talk bathroom. about. What do you want to? <laughs> no, the I'm gonna real... be right back. I'm going to the bathroom. I already told <laughs> you I had go? a sister and two brothers, right? Okay, yeah. I, Where do we go just, from here? Yeah, we're just I'm repeating. Just my headphones on. This isn't working. <laughs> I actually had my headphones on and he interrupted me. Wow. Oh. He was like, oh, so how's the movie? I was like, huh? That is a violation. <laughs> that is a clear that violation. Is. That is. I almost rolled up that little thing that they have, you know, dividing the seats. Ooh, the di- oh. oh, that's such a yeah. diss. Oh, man. That is a real... I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't rude. know. But I almost... Wait, could you tell us who he was? I can't. Was he an actor? Give us, give us something. Can we guess? Vin Diesel. Sorry. Sorry no. <laughs> no, it just came out. It no, just came out. but Vin is a friend. No, 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 no. It wasn't Vin. But what, Vin's probably private, probably. Uh, yeah, no, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. That, that, that's, that would be a cool person. You, you know, Vin, Jamie wants to pitch... Uh, Fast and Furious, what, 13? <laughs> no, it's right? Fast and Furious. We've been working on this. It's Fast and scripts. Furious, but on rollerblades. And I'll, talk, I'll talk to you about it later. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Stupid. So stupid. Okay. Well, Catherine, Catherine. Yes, please. <sighs> well, congrats on all the success and all the films. Thank like, you. W- what is your inspiration behind all these films? Like, aside from true stories, mm-hmm. but like, from the production perspective, you're doing something that not a lot of females are doing. Like, what, what's your drive there? I like to tell stories, and as a Latina, uh, first of all, I really don't see myself represented on films. And even when people say, "No, you don't look Latina. You don't look Dominican," I am. And I still don't see myself um, represented on screen. And so I wanted to create something different, show a different side of us. You know, we all come in different 
shapes and colors and and we all look so different we're literally a mix of everything and um and i wanted to show that side and i like telling stories and i i like telling stories um that people can relate to that they can walk on and feel like oh like that has happened to me mm-hmm. or feel like oh for a moment their spirit had a bit what i call like a bit of a break mm-hmm. amongst so much negative things going on in the world right now and the politics and everything someday specifically is the movie that gives your spirit a break you walk out of there people have walked out of there talking about okay what happened do they meet up after or i've heard people in the theater say oh my god yes that happened to me or oh they really got down afterwards you know mm. so you you, they, you create a conversation instead of being walking out of a theater being all depressed and you know with the, the current state of the world and the politics and everything this is really a, a bit of a break i think it's amazing that you said that because it's true as being latinos we usually are having the same role so to be able to create something that's universal mm-hmm. and to play a role like that is so beneficial for us because it's like you we're all humans at the end of the day and i think it's so Absolutely. unfortunate because we get pigeonholed especially when we're getting casted for things so kudos to you to create something like this that can Thank say hey you. a dominican can play this and it happens to everybody it, absolutely and in my case i could i'm not going to say turned away but if there's a, uh, an audition being held for a role that's for a latino or a Caribbean woman like myself, guaranteed I won't book it. Mm. Can you talk more about Ga- that? Guaranteed. I mean, I've been told in audition rooms and casting rooms that I don't look Dominican enough. I'm like, okay, I don't know what I want, what you want me to tell you, but this is a real deal. This is I can't get any more Dominican than this because I was born and raised there. Mm. You know what I mean? So like, what does that even mean? You don't look Dominican enough. So what I'd like to see in the industry is what you were just saying is people cast uh, roles and not unless it's something historical, it's a historical fact, people cast role uh, singing portar, whether she's black or white or Asian or it's a human being. So if you want a girl, a woman or a man, may the best actor, you know, get it period because because it's a human being at the end of the day. Right? How can we change the conversation? You know, what what can we do? I know you're doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as producing movies, yeah, and create our own, yeah, create our own things. That's the only way we're going to have our voice, our voices being heard. Create our own things. We have to educate the rest of the world. We have to educate, you know, the producers, the people that make the decisions, the casting directors, by doing our own things because they don't know. They don't know unless we show them. Can we go back? How does a Dominican? Come straight from DR to LA. What what happened to New York? No, 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 you New bypassed the the route. Yeah. The theater. No, <laughs> forget the theater. Um, this is go to Hollywood. This you circumvented the heights. You just I knew. At least right over it. At least live in New York for six months and then go to LA. But like you went straight. I missed the heights. Like I only got to learn what Washington Heights was uh, physically about a year ago. Oh, boy. I had never been, and I love it. I love Washington Heights. Shout out Washington Heights. <laughs> so yeah, how did that? How did you land in LA from DR? Um, I knew when I was about seven years old that I was going to go straight to Los Angeles. I lived in Virginia. I was a dancer. I did ballet, jazz, tap dance, and gymnastics. 
And my dancing teachers used to play the old Hollywood uh, films, um, Singing in the Rain, mm. all those musicals. And I remember that in one of those movies, I think it was Easter Parade. I don't remember which one it was, but there was the Hollywood sign, right? And I put two and two together. I understood that Hollywood is where they made movies and I was already dancing and singing, and I was like, wait a minute, so you can dance, sing, and act and do all this in a movie? So we went, I lived in the States, we went back to the Dominican Republic, because my dad used to work at the Dominican Embassy in Washington, mm. <clears throat> and ever since then, I, I knew that I was going to go to, I discovered that Hollywood was in Los Angeles, and so the moment I could, I just took off. I never came to New York. My grandmother lived in New York. I had been in New York right. I was like, nah, New York's not going anywhere. Uh, Let me go to LA. I have never been to LA. So I just went straight to LA. New York's dirty. I heard it's dirty. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I love New York. I love, I love the environment. I love the people. It's, the pace is too fast for me though. Mm. I'm a little bit more chill. I'm more chill. I like the weather in LA. It feels a little bit almost like Dominican Republic. Yeah, that's Un true. poquito. So, like, as a Dominican out there in LA, mm-hmm. you know, there aren't that many of us out there. How do you represent? Like, do you have a flag adorning in your <laughs> living room? Wow. Do you play merengue nonstop? You're merengue ringtones on your phone? Oh, wow. wow. No, no, I keep all that, all that enthusiasm inside. Ah, okay, yeah. you don't bring Ooh. a guida to set? <laughs> no. Wow. No, no. But I, what I do do, there are two things that I do. I make my cafecito nagreca. Oh, so I okay. have people over. Yes. Okay. Okay. Every morning, best coffee in the in LA. That is old school, baby. Cafe de Greca. That's the best thing. Oh, snap. And of course, well, my coffee's the shit. And serio te lo digo, you guys have to go to LA. No, of course. And then, habichuela con dulce en Semana Santa. No me diga. Habichuela con dulce in LA. We can have a separate podcast about yeah. this topic right now. Habichuela <laughs> con dulce. I have never had habichuela con dulce in LA until I made one. And let me tell you. It tasted like the old school habichuela con dulce, and I made it mm. gluten-free, That's vegan. Oh, wow. It was healthy. I mean, it didn't have leche condensada, and it was still good. So, Catherine, um, <laughs> let's talk. All right, We'll talk offline, but I think you have an opportunity <laughs> because everyone in New York knows that in Washington Heights on 182nd and St. Nicholas is a lady that only works for four to five months, and she's making six figures. I think your type of um, habichuela con dulce, you can have a booth there, and I think you can make so much money, and then go to LA. You could be bi coastal, <laughs> but I think you can kill it with your version. Can't you just start it and be the LA version of that? And that's then, true. And then too. they'll do the you know East Coast West Coast. But how about like a truck of Abichola Condo? Since the truck, oh you know, you can God, move anywhere yes. with Abichola Condo. Great idea. Yes, you right? can have an app, and people could get the that's truck to go to the, where they're there at you go. via the app. It's like an Uber, but. For Abichuela yeah, Condulce. Uh, uh, Uber. Right? Should we elaborate? Like, we are often, like, you know, a little ethnocentric here at the Latinos Out Loud podcast, where we think everybody knows what Abichuela Condulce is. Sweet beans. Is. Our audience in Alabama <laughs> that voted too. us. That I mean, I lived in Alabama, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, no, what? you said it. I oh. did. Yes, is, there, I did. Is, there, is, is there, like, a, a Latino kind of community there that's kind of on the low? I mean, I think we were the only Latinos, right? Okay. My dad was at the... <laughs> Um, Montgomery Air Force Base station ah. there for a moment, and so 
Oh, wow. I did get to live in a trailer. Oh, oh my God. Oh. See, it's common. So, it's not a, and let me tell I was, you. I was getting some audience people like, oh, don't say no, trailer park. Yeah. Accurate. Death that's, no, that's their, that pill, was, that's their project. Yeah, and let me tell you. I mean, that was a long time ago, but that was like some of my best childhood memories. A trailer? That yeah. was like, that's that was crazy. a shit. A house with wheels? Yeah. <laughs> when you're a kid, that's like, it doesn't get any better than that. Wait, so you could be in the trailer and like, say there's like someone that's bothering you, you could just move the trailer like on two blocks away <laughs> and not be found? That'd be yeah, great. Guess what? You're not my neighbor anymore. I'm out. <laughs> we out. No, for real, we out. We leaving. <laughs> we roll out of there. I want to I wanna go back to something because I've, I feel like, a lot of people that start as dancers are doing mm-hmm. dancing. What is it about being a dancer, that discipline that furthers more in other types of uh, different careers? Because dancing involves your entire being. You're using your the right hemisphere of your brain. Um, you really have to be completely in the moment and involved in what you're doing. It helps also with coordination, with multitasking. So if you have good rhythm and balance you can pretty much do anything because you're using actually both hemispheres of your brain at the same time because you have to uh, be able to do the movements and also understand it in your body not only a nivel de palabra how do you say that in English? Rachel what? <laughs> translate. I'm only half Dominican. Not, not. <laughs> Rachel, Rachel's bunny, Rachel, you, bunny ears just perked up. Rachel, <laughs> you, Rachel, use, Rachel, use the right side of your brain. Tell us we, to translate that. We need that. Frank. Frank is the best. The best. Mike so, doesn't. Mike doesn't use any of the two hemispheres of his no, brain. No, you, you, yeah. you have to understand it, not only on a theoretical level, but also in your. It has to live in your body, and that's where dancing helps a lot uh, with acting. Mm. That makes sense. Do you still dance? <laughs> I still dance in the shower in my house when I'm cleaning. But yeah, I still dance. I salsa and bachata and, and stuff. So I want to just let everybody know, we met actually at a panel that I moderated back yes. when I was like 35 months pregnant. Um, Can we say the name now? Uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, I think we, that was funny. I did not, well, Benjamin Daniel is yes. here. I did not let it loose until like... Like maybe right before I popped. Even on the podcast, you were kind of coy with yeah, it. We were like, "Yo, man. Rachel, you want to like?" No, I'm good. I just wanted to have one piece of privacy. No, like yeah, everything no. else is so public. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, so we met at this panel that I moderated at MTV mm-hmm. during the Dominican Film Festival week, which you won yes. an award for with this film. With someday, yes, that's short. Like, I was so empowered that oh, like whole you. week. That panel was fantastic. It was. You shared yeah. some really good knowledge just about, you know, filming in DR mm-hmm. with Soli. Soli yes. also shared some information. Um, and just about females breaking barriers down. Like that is where I'm going with this question. Mm-hmm. As a producer, as an actress, what are some of the barriers that you've encountered and how do you pummel through them? Well, I mean, the first thing that you encounter is like being a woman is already an obstacle because it is an industry ruled by men. And you get the men that try to belittle you, that try to, oh, we know, because you're a woman and you have to prove yourself even more. Um, I've been lucky enough to work with um, an amazing team. Like, for instance, J.S. Maniac is really pro-woman, the writer and director of Someday. And um, my DP, they they had my back, but it is quite an obstacle to be a woman and to be a Latina, 
to be a Caribbean woman, for some reason they think when you come from somewhere else, it's like you don't understand well or you must be, te como que te falta algo. And so that's when I come like, donde le saco la Latina? And it's, look what I'm doing. Um, and I'm, I don't like to talk about it. I like to show people. So being a woman alone is an obstacle, and you're going to run into that a lot, all the time. So you just got to do your thing. Don't take no for an answer. And um, let the, your work speak uh, on its own. And the writer of Someday has also written something else. Oh, yeah. So, that you're working on. Yes. J.S. Um, J.S. Mayek is the writer and director of a, a political podcast series called America 2.0. Um, Patrick J. Adams is cast in it. Kate Walsh, Lawrence Fishburne, Spencer Garrett. It's an all-star cast. I'm also cast in it. And um, it's done amazing. It's right now it's number one in France and Canada. It's number ranked number three in the United States. And I don't know, they're even talking about possibly turning it into a television series, but it's brilliantly written. I mean, JS hats off to him to get to, you know, get this cast together. And um, I mean, you should you should listen to it. I think you would like it. It's it's very aspirational. It's very positive. It's not the typical you know, political show where it's highlighting all the negative stuff. It, it's it's very aspirational. It's very, it reminds me of The West Wing, mm. something like that. So if you were a, sh- a fan of The West Wing, you're going to like America 2.0. That's awesome. And I binged it. I binged it on Netflix, West Wing. <laughs> I was late on West Wing. I was like, because people, there's, there's fans that liked it when it was out, and there's fans that like that 10 years later on Netflix. Yes. They're like, oh, this show's man. <laughs> what happened? Yeah. I saw that. It's really good. So the show has wings. <laughs> the show has has taken off. I mean, Spencer Garrett is is a, all, who was also a cast member of The West Wing is um, one of the producers and uh, cast of America 2.0. It's um you know really excited to be a part of it. So moving forward, um, do you see yourself being involved in something that you could produce a feature? And what mm-hmm. is what is um maybe some a category or a topic that you would love to develop as a full feature as a producer and, and an actress? Well, I I really get inspired by real life and anything that I think that needs to be talked about. So a project that I'm working on right now is going to address the issue of mental health and suicide. Mm. Also inspired uh, by a true story, something that, that I experienced um, so the same way we're going to talk about positive things, I also want to talk about things that people don't like to talk about and um, make them maybe aware of certain things. And even if I have to make them feel uncomfortable, if that will shake them and um, take notice of what's going on, um, I'd like to do that. That's what I'd like to do, contribute something. And I'm not trying to change anyone's mind. I just want them to leave out of there and it'll grow I love what you're doing and if I may say so I'm going to go on record I feel like there is a trend right now that Latinos are becoming more um, I would say not self-aware but there's more um, available about the awareness of mental health nowadays Mm -hmm. across the board for Latinos Mm -hmm. we're seeing podcasts pop up as a matter of fact we have um, 
we have the Latinx Therapy Podcast, mm -hmm. who's going to be a guest on our show in the next couple of weeks. There are films emerging. Mm -hmm. There's a show on Telemundo now with a doctor all about mental health. Because mm -hmm. I think historically Latinos have been the one segment that have always been like, no, 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 you don't talk about yep. it. You keep that shit at home. Yeah, that's Postpartum right. depression, no, we don't talk about that. The white people talk about that shit. We mm -hmm. don't. And now there's this like... We're finally coming to terms that we're people too, and we need we need help just as just as much as the next person. Yeah. Yes. I we agree. we I, need yeah. Go ahead. I think that also as you know, having immigrant parents that work really really hard, uh, they it's almost like suck it up and provide, and there isn't that education that they got since they're coming here. And I think that this is why this is a great time right now mm -hmm. to create art to express that. And I think like even with the podcast is like. If that is the gateway to go to a therapist and not feel a certain way, then that's the duty. And I think that if you're going to create something like that, that's beautiful because I think people start need to remove that stigma of therapy when it's something that should be a part of everyone's life. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So uh, that's, that's the next one that I'm working on. Um, I mean... I think we've all suffered at one point of our lives from depression in one point, in one way or another. Um, I, I don't think que, that anyone is, is exempto de esto. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It could happen to anyone. So let's talk about it. Let's have a conversation. Let's let's care about the people that surround us because we also don't know the person next to me might be suffering from severe depression, and and I don't even know why we're so caught up with. Telefonos and you know social media and that we forget that there's this human being next to me that I love and I care about. Yeah, yeah. forget it. Social media is a whole other animal. That's a whole. That's <laughs> oh a whole. You know, a whole book about uh, mental health and social media. Oh yeah, and I listen. I it's an como dicen, it's a necessary evil. I love social media, but. Yeah. yeah, we see the facades of people, and it's like, you know... Because we only post the, post the positive stuff, right? right? We never post the, uh, you know, the crappy days, or when you don't have... When, when your film doesn't get picked for a festival, for instance. How about that? Yeah. You yeah. know? I found that, and, and I'm just speaking on my behalf, like, I've become very open on my social media. Like, I talk about the shitty days, mm -hmm. and, you know, the miscarriages, and all the bullshit, and everything, and I do find that, like, it is therapeutic, you know? Mm -hmm. And and seeing people who post only the facade, and the beauty, and, you know, the, oh, we're in such a healthy relationship, <laughs> I'm, I'm... Oh, a, what are you trying to say, Rachel? I'm just is that, like, like, a backhanded thing about me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you, Fatima, ever argue? <laughs> I, do you ever argue? Like, no. Well, I'll show you a post always... tomorrow. <laughs> I'll have the camera on. Oh, you'll see her. All I wore. No, I just think it's really healthy, like you said, to just talk about the things that people don't want to talk about. Because yeah. somebody out there is going through something very similar. Absolutely. And it's inspiring. Thank you, yeah. So, Rachel, um, our intern actually has a question for our guest. Yay! Yes. The youth. They get comfortable with the mic. And looking all snatched over there. The college students. <laughs> <laughs> That's the word of the day. Good, so yeah, good Jamie. Very good back. usages. Yo, wow. <laughs> um, Wasn't inappropriate the way I said that, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk offline. I don't know. I'm using it for the first time. Okay. Okay, so I wanted to ask you if you feel like a lot of creatives and people in the industry, do you feel like they have like mental issues and anxiety or depression and they just don't speak on it and do you feel like if they do it it fuels them um 
I can't I can't talk for for them, but I can say that a lot of people around us, yes, is suffering on some way or another, some form of depression, anxiety, yes, because it is an industry that is about rejection and you're also thinking about, you know, do I look good enough? Am I pretty enough? Or am I not pretty enough? Or, you know, am, am I blonde enough or not blonde enough? It's there's there's it's an industry that makes you question yourself constantly. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to separate yourself and not take it personally because the people in this industry, their instrument is themselves. So how can you not take it personally when your work is rejected as a writer, as an actor, as a producer. Um, what was the, the second part of the question? Do you feel like it fuels them? Do you feel like it gives them like a motivation? Um, I do feel that that's also um, a downside, but also the good side. It does usually bring out the best performances, but it's very hard as an actor, at least, when you're playing a role that is very dark, once you're done filming, there is literally a death uh, that goes within you, and you have you have to let go of that. You you go through a mourning process. So some people don't know how to separate themselves from that, um, and that's when they need to seek the help, whether through therapy, whether through doing activities that to take their mind off of that, what, you know, working out. Like, I, I'm, I'm doing boxing right now. I have a trampoline in my backyard. Like, I, li- I literally shake it off. Wait, you have a trampoline in your backyard? I do have a trampoline in my <laughs> okay, backyard. Okay, we're visiting you. <laughs> wasn't even we're visiting you in L.A. That's going to be like, the fr- I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, we can go have breakfast, but uh, is your trampoline Can we there? eat while can we're we? on your trampoline? Can I just do I mean, can a couple Can we do jumps? the podcast from the trampoline? Oh, Look, my God. Cafecito. Habichuela con dulce and, tam- and, and trampoline. Can we just stay with you? Sure. Just stay. Done, yes. done, and done. All right, that's it. Done. <laughs> but yes, I think it's, it's, es un arma de doble filo. It, it does fuel you. It does give you a lot of creative um, uh, genius, but it can also be your downfall. So it, de- it depends on how you use it. And, and if you're feeling, if they're feeling uh, stuck, you know, it's, it's hard for people to just reach out and say, you know, I'm I'm having going through a hard time. Mm-hmm. So that's where us the friends come into play and and hey, yo, está bien. You know, just kind of like pick up on people's energy, reach out. Yes, thank you Chastity for asking that question and thank you Catherine Castro for coming on this show, blowing our minds, <laughs> awesome. ever representing for us out there in LA. Thank hard you. body, you doing it, girl. Gracias. Doing it. Yes, Catherine Castro. Woo! Thank you so, so much for having me. This Absolutely. I had the best time. Thank you so Good much. Talk. All right, stick around. We have one more segment. Okay. And it is. This is where we ask everybody in the room, ¿Qué lo que? <laughs> Catherine Castro, dímelo loca, ¿Qué lo que? ¿Qué lo que? So where could people find you on social? Tell them where they can get more information about your film. Uh, they can find me at, at official Catherine Castro on Instagram and Facebook and on Twitter, Cat Castro with two O's. 
Um, someday you can find it all on my social media. We're still going through festivals. Um, we're going back to the Dominican Republic next week. We're, we're part of the first uh, Dominican Film Showcase in Los Angeles, uh, hosted by the Dominican Consulate and the Dominican Film Commission. Amazing. And um, tomorrow we are at the NYC Infest at the Producers Club Theater. So if you're around, uh, if you're yeah, if you're around, stop by. Starting at seven thirty, there's an award ceremony, and then we're gonna screen the movie. Fantastic! Thank you so much. That's yes. Okay. Who's next? Uh, Room Twenty Eight. We're actually performing Monday, November fifth. We sure are. Uh, at the Fifty Years of Leadership and Activism, the Puerto Rican Alliance at Brooklyn College. <laughs> this is um, actually commemorating 50 years of struggle and adv- advocacy for Puerto Rican and Latinx studies. Sounds very serious and deep, but we're Room 20 is going to do some comedy sketches there. So we are, uh, but we should have fun, and it's it's uh, it's actually a cool thing. It's um, Monday, November 5th, 2018. Well, why did I say this the year? I think we know. Um, Six to nine p.m. at 55 Exchange Place. Um, if you want information, you can just hit us up. You can hit us up, and we'll probably be posting it on our on our Instagram page. But uh, yeah, and Jay Fer Jay Fern's at Instagram. Um, I'll go second. Okay, go ahead. You want me to go? Yeah, now. Okay, uh, Uptown Collective. Go to the website, check out the articles, see what's going on Uptown. Corriente uh, Corriente Same thing. Check them out. They have articles. They have giveaways. Um, my personal shout out. First off, um, I figured out my uh, my BIP number. It's five eight five six zero. This is for you, so you can track me. And um, if you want to greet me in the end of the the race, you can go ahead and you can do that. And then also, something really really dope. Uh, Latinos allow. We're working with Voto Latino, and we're working on the Somos Mas campaign. So we're going to be putting a lot of stuff on social media about early or early voting and just information out there. Because uh, we, yeah, we gotta get our voice out there. It's very, very important. And um, my uh, social media handles is uh, Juan Bago on everything. Awesome. My turn. All right. So what up to our panas over at Yero.com. That's double L-E-R-O.com. The lifestyle and news platform for Latino men. If you're tired of fake news, aren't we all? Yero has the answer. Sorry, Frank. <laughs> The Double L Contributor Network. Join Yero's community of content creators and share the stories of people, places, and issues affecting our world. Send them a message at contributor at yero.com to learn more. Okay, I said it last week. I said I was going to unveil the lineup of my next all-female comedy derailed hilarious variety show. And here it is. Mm. Could I get a drum roll? I'm never going to ask you for a drum roll again. Okay, that was kind of weak. Maybe a trumpet. Y'all got a trumpet? Yes, I like the horns better. Mike, I didn't need cymbals, and I didn't need your saliva all over me. All right. I'm looking the other way. What are you talking about? Yep, comedy derailed. Your lineup is. I am so excited, by the way. Okay, yours truly will be in the show, directing, producing, writing, acting. Maureen Toomey, Ariana Rodriguez, Olivia Vessel, Ziwe Fumudo, McKenna Cox, Nanny Mendez, Haley Raphael, Sarah Ann Houghton, Kat Lazo, Alana J, and Miss Yaya. Now, a lot of those names you're probably familiar with because they've been guests 
on the Latinos Out Loud podcast before. That's right, my friends. I'm using it as a recruitment platform for my female show. <laughs> um, listen, I see a talented female. I want them. This show is happening on November 17th. It's at the Triad Theater, which is on 72nd between Columbus and Broadway. You can find tickets at herlarius.eventbrite.com. That's her, H-E-R, Larius, eventbrite.com. We have two shows, one at 7, one at 9.30. It's going to be amazing. Within that mix of women are musical comedy performances, character actresses, sketch, stand-up. There'll be videos. There's going to be a certain slideshow. And just added today, this is not official, but I will say that Joanna Houseman has also agreed. Wow. So... It's it's gonna be a shabanga bang. And get your tickets ASAP because I learned the hard way last the last show. We were sold out. They were, they were sold out, and I got I got caught out there. I was like, Ee-oh. get your tickets. No, I learned my lesson. I'm gonna buy the tickets early, so awesome. you should just buy them tonight. You should. I will. I will just go to herlarius.eventbrite.com. Did As a matter of fact, you should do it right now, Rachel. Uh, you, you should go on your phone right yeah. now and buy tickets. You what, should. In the, in the middle of the show. No, Why no, not? no. We still have more show <laughs> left. So listen, we'll you guys. Out. You thought the show was over. It's not. There's still more show. Que lo que quickie. We have the pleasure of having a very well-known, super talented playwright in the building. And his name is A.R. Garcia. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for your voice. Wow. Yeah. That is. (laughs) We were talking before how like it's like a Dominican Joe Budden. It's like it's Jose Button. Yeah, <laughs> Rafael Button. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. This is the Que Lo Que Quickie. There's a lot to talk to you about, but you have a play coming up. I do. Can you tell us about it? Yes, it's called She Hates Coffee, and it's a romantic comedy that I wrote actually 12 years ago. Oh wow! And it's actually the first play that I've ever written, and basically it's a introspective look. Uh, a male introspective look on relationships and pain and love and how men deal with those issues. And it was just my way of trying to break the stigma that men don't um, feel pain, that they don't hurt, that they that their hearts ain't broken, that, that they're not broken, that they don't talk about their relationships or love or pain or any of those issues. It's kind of the the thing about Latino men that People always have that stigma, like, ah, a él no le importa. Mm. A él no está dolorido. But it's not macho. true. No. Macho no but it's not the truth. And um, men very much so talk about their relationships and they talk about their girlfriends or their wives or whatever it is. And, and they talk about how they were been hurt or how they hurt. Uh, and it was just my way of, of breaking that stigma and presenting something to the world that said, we're men and we feel. That is beautiful. 12 years ago. Yeah. Is this something that happened to you? Did you draw from an experience? I did. I, I, I was in a relationship at the time and I, I couldn't explain the fighting. I couldn't explain the arguing and I, I couldn't explain why I wasn't allowed to express that I was in pain and that I was hurting. And, and so I, I, I took to the pen, to the pad, and I and I just wrote out uh, an argument to to see what that looked like. Were there any change? Like the so twelve years that passed, like y- 
you're a different person that when you first wrote it. Absolutely. Mm. Did you feel that it was important to leave it as is, or did you make changes, kind of updating it with your own kind of no life lessons that you've learned since? No, then? I, I I left it the way it is. I mean, obviously, through time, you become a better writer, you become a better artist, and you learn to tweak it, you learn to make it strong. But the story, in its essence, was strong, yeah. and and the message that I I wanted came from a place of re- of realism of 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 real feeling and it had a pulse and so i left what i wrote i just you know i made it obviously you make it better you yeah know what I mean? <laughs> ar listen um go ahead it's been the theme <laughs> it's been the theme today right but mike's I, nervous now mike's no nervous. i'm not nervous no i know his voice is very like it's been raspy from the running <laughs> but is this a certain way to break the cycle of Dominican men or Latino men in general? Because, like, I, I can say this as my father, very machismo. He doesn't show emotion. Um, this is beautiful that you're doing this, but do you think we have the capabilities with stuff like this to break the cycle that we can actually have this next generation of Latino men to be more open about their feelings? Well, it's 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 a cultural thing, right? And and. I mean, you fall down, and the first thing that they tell you, men and women in, in, our, in our Dominican culture and all Latino culture, no llore. Los hombres no lloran. You're like two years old, and you just bumped your head on the corner of the table. No llore. Be a man. Like There is blood gushing even, out of my knee. Yeah, like, my body is telling me to and cry. They, and they teach you that, They but but it, it's a cycle, right? They And they do that for everything. Los hombres, like, that's the theme. Los hombres no lloran, but about everything. Your mom got shot. No, 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 You know, like, wait, when am I supposed to, when am I supposed to feel anything and right. and be able to express it wow. without, and then, then it's it's a thin line, right? So you can't be too sensitive cause you, because you got to be a man. But I guess it starts with us, just being able to be comfortable enough to to be able to express our feelings and owning our masculinity at the same time. Speaking of feelings, what are some of the feelings that the audience of this play can expect to feel while watching oh, Rachel, it? This is why, this, you, this this is is, why we're award-winning with questions like this. I know. <laughs> this is a roller coaster um, of a play. You're, you're, you will laugh. You will be angry. You're going to laugh. You're going to cry. You're going to laugh. <laughs> you, you're going to feel a, a, a range of emotions. The, the cast... Uh, that we put together is an amazing group of of kids. I say kids because I'm, I'm getting old, but <laughs> <laughs> but 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 these guys and these women they they're amazing. We we can't get through a rehearsal without like just busting out laughing or 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 crying. Um, Kelvin Gruyong is the lead in, in Never my heard play. Of him. Yeah, <laughs> uh, which is actually an amazing. Story. I, I found him. I, like, I found him. I made him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was lying in the street. He was in an orphanage. He was in an orphanage, and I just, I just, he looked like such a lost puppy. He started, he started reciting. He was reciting Shakespeare in the corner yeah. of a room. But we, we had, and through the audition process, we had, you know, um, the the main character's name is Jaden. Um, we had so many guys come, and so many great great actors that really you know did the, did the thing and i saw kelvin uh online and he was doing wow and um i saw that you guys had a connection 
And I actually, I hit him up. And he came to our second round of auditions. And the minute he walked out, and he, he could tell you, uh, I, I, I have a very stoic face. Like, I show no emotions in there. Because my father and my mother, they messed me up. <laughs> no, I have great parents. <laughs> but <laughs> Can we edit the messed up parents messing up part? <laughs> but um, he was the only one that the minute he walked out of his room, I, I did like a, yes! You know. Like, it was like he, a compressor. Yeah. He, he, he completely embodied what I had envisioned for 12 years. How can people... Find out more information on this show. Well, you can go to uh, shehatescoffee.com. Uh, everything about the show is on there. Uh, the cast, the producers, the sponsors, and most importantly, how to get tickets. Uh, for the show, it opens November 9th, 10th, and 11th at the Hamilton Stage Union County Performing Arts Center in Rahway, New Jersey. It's uh, We're really proud to be there. It's one of New Jersey's most prestigious uh, theaters. Um, but yeah, shehatescoffee.com. You could also go on Instagram or on Facebook at shehatescoffee or on Twitter. Yep. Thank you guys so much. I think I just want to say on a personal note, like as a mom of two boys, today's episode was eye-opening. Hey. I'm crafting their emotions as we speak. You are. He's three, <laughs> and the other one is only 10 weeks. But I and his father are in charge of crafting and programming mm. them and how they deal with their emotions. And today's episode was moving. Yeah. So thank you. Real tears coming out. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I see it. Yeah. Stop it. Stop it. Stop She got feelings. Uh, she got feelings. No, <laughs> really, you know, as a woman, I'm like, oh, my God. I'm and, in control And that's what the right show's now. about. And that's what the show's about. Yeah. Awesome. It'll show you a man's truth. I can't wait to see it. And the title is like, it's, you can't forget that title. It's, it's a metaphor. A yeah. And if you want to know what it means, yes. Ooh, November 9th. Come, come, oh, yeah. Yeah. come watch the he play. Did it. You got to come watch it. He did it. He did it. You got to come watch it. I knew it. I knew it. Ah, Mike, you don't be long enough. You knew yeah. I was in there. He reeled, he, reeled me, he reeled me in. I feel fine. Right. He got me. I feel all right, yeah. Rachel, this is the part A. of the Garcia, show. Garcia, thank you so much for coming. No, thank you. Thank you for doing thank all you. these things and putting those words to paper that we need to see and thank hear. You. Another fantastic episode, fellas, if I may say so myself. Feels good, doesn't it? Feels good. Next feels Halloween, good. we'll wear costumes, though. So yeah. you won't feel left out. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah, I'm fine. It's I'm going to keep this on for the rest of the night. All right, everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you for sending us your reviews. Please continue to touch us. Reach out and touch somebody. Uh, these words are so touching that you leave on iTunes and that you email. If you want to email us, just contact us at wearelatinosoutloud at gmail.com. If you'd like to be a part of our live studio audience, follow us on Instagram at wearelatinosoutloud, Twitter, Loca Ibago, Facebook, We Are Latinos Out Loud. We've got some stuff off our sle- up our sleeves. We've got some merch coming out okay merch uh you like those mugs that we put on instagram live well you can soon own one of your own and have some coffee she hates coffee um in your mug and uh that's it you can follow me at rachel la loca i forgot to say that before and on that note we out oye mijo que show es ese que están escuchando tremenda vaina Hola amigos y bienvenidos a Tremenda Vaina, el show donde escuchas cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Nos puedes encontrar en tu plataforma favorita. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Suscríbete hoy. Y esto es Tremenda Vaina. Tremenda Vaina.
There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more.